Hey, what's going on, guys? And welcome back to the Dova's Dungeon Podcast, where we talk everything and anything anime, manga, and gaming. This episode is a very special one, because it's not one I thought I would ever truly do. Mainly just because... I'm not much of a politics person. And I know some of you may be a little worried right now, like, oh no, is he about to go into politics? I thought this was about gaming and anime and manga. It is still very much a gaming, anime, and manga podcast. I actually wanted to talk about, you know, kind of start this little thing, test the waters, see how much I enjoy doing it. I wanted to talk about the politics in anime. And for one, uh, shout out to uh, the podcast Political Ships. Uh, My friend Alan runs it. I I absolutely love it. If you are into politics and listening to people's opinions and, you know, wanting a safe place to talk politics with... I highly recommend his podcast. It's all here on Anchor. It's also here on Spotify and many other platforms. So give it a try. Uh, I personally love it. I think his voice is perfect for um, for podcast. And, you know, his fish tank in the background is a very nice serenading touch. So check it out. Political Ships. My friend Alan made it. Uh, I'm kind of wanting to have him on. this podcast eventually to talk politics on anime he's not much of an anime person but he has seen a few so it'll be interesting so in lieu of the recent events going on right now in the anime community i thought there would be no better anime to talk about when it comes to politics than attack on titan because in my opinion attack on titan is one of the greatest political anime ever created it's very similar to code geass in a way which code geass will be talked about in another episode and i'm kind of hoping to have my friend josh on there because code geass is one of his favorite anime so you know we'll see but Attack on Titan was an inch is an interesting anime. As I stated in my last episode, where I talked about Attack on Titan and reviewed the um, the first episode of season four, I love Attack on Titan. I think it has the potential to be one of the greatest anime and manga ever created, and I think this because of the political aspect of this anime. So, the anime starts off very survival horror-ish, kind of, you know, with humanity fighting titans. And it's not really until, I would probably say the second season? I'm trying to remember the seasons. I think it might have been the second, or it might have been the third. But they started delving into more political whenever the enemies stopped really becoming titans. And, well, the enemies stopped really being titans and became people. 
it started with you know their fight against the government inside the walls and oh i should probably mention this anime only watchers we'll talk up i'll talk up to a certain point about the anime and then i will eventually get into the manga where i will then create a spoiler warning so for anyone who wants to listen i will i will warn when spoilers will be going into effect i will be talking basically up until season four i believe this was episode three that came out today very good episode i loved it my girlfriend and i watched it and she was so confused because she's never seen attack on titan and that is going to have to change now but you know we start off against titans no real politics there but once we get into the second or third season of the anime because it's been a while since i've watched those seasons we really start to get into the political aspect of attack on titan and i won't lie at this point where we are going up against the government inside the walls politics the politics weren't really noticeable like the the political rivalry between the survey corps and the government wasn't really a focus and it wasn't really important in my opinion mainly because it did not feel like the survey corps political agenda was well it kind of was Basically, I don't think that the politics of it were the main focus. I think the main focus was they wanted to get rid of the tyrannical government that was overshadowing them, um, changing events, uh, orchestrating murders with assassins like Kenny, or, and you know, changing the memories of the people with the founding titan in the uh, in the Reese in the Rice family. It was kind of a political battle, if you think about it, because the Survey Corps believed that the people should be free. They should they should know the truth, that their minds have been altered, their memories have been altered, and the government is orchestrating all of this. The government is sending people to the slums, you know, starving people, and it's just, it was a crazy experience. Experience. That reveal, I kind of saw, I didn't see it coming, but I kind of saw it coming, was the reveal of the king not being the true king. Because, you know, they show, um, they show that uh, the king, the court, with all the royals and then the king in the center where he's just sitting there, you know, all king-like, but he's dead frozen. And I kind of thought that guy is suspicious and I really don't think he's the king. And then they reveal that Rod Rice is indeed the king, the true ruler of uh, the walls of Paradis, basically. It was really more of a battle, a political battle against the Rice family. And really, it was just Rod Rice. He was really the only one. But his political belief was that the people needed to be 
controlled. They needed to be corralled. They needed to be kept on the island because of the sins that Ymir had committed. It was the, I believe it was King Fritz, I believe he was the 162nd king. He uh, obstructed the walls and altered the people's memories. And whenever the founding titan would be handed down from the in the rice uh family history every time the ta- the founding titan would be handed down that person would take on the philosophy of the of king fritz which was to stay in the walls and stay away from marley and the survey corps really they were fighting that philosophy because they wanted to be free it was basically like King Fritz caged an animal, and that animal then wanted to be free. You know, the Survey Corps was fighting for the freedom of the people to go beyond the walls and have the right to actually want to explore. Because it goes a lot with Erwin's uh, father, how Erwin was talking about Erwin's father. Erwin asked him how the history was, it felt off, something was weird. And Erwin's father got killed because of that, because the government was hiding things. The government was being a very tyrannical government and oppressing the people without the people even really knowing. And that's fascinating to me. It's a lot like um, it's a lot like our government, because. You know, a lot of people, they're convinced that the government is hiding a lot of things and they orchestrate things. So it ties into our world, which is what I really appreciate about Attack on Titan, is that I can see some similarities between what's going on with their society and what's happening with ours. Not, I'm not... I am not implying that the U.S. government is hiding things and orchestrating things because I don't know. I don't know if they are, and that is why I will never say, oh, yes, they definitely are. But then Season 3 came about, and we got into what I believe is the start of the political, incredible story of Attack on Titan. Because we got the reveal in the basement of Marley, the other country, where Eldians and Marlians were living together. But the Eldians weren't exactly treated like regular people. They were treated like, well, as they say in the show, devils. Because of what happened to what happened to the Marlians years ago, very long ago, with uh, Ymir and the subjects of Ymir. You know, them, the Marlians being oppressed by the Titan power, the Titans, and the found, and you know, the founding Titan, and all the other Titan shifters. Marley was oppressed for years by the subjects of Ymir, now known as Eldians. And now that Marley has all the power, Eldians are treated like trash. They're put in camps. They have to wear bands to identify themselves as Eldians. It's a lot like, um, 
you can draw a lot of uh, similarities between our world and this world. Kind of like, not to that extremity, I can't exactly, I don't exactly know if this happened. I know in, uh, in Hitler, he segregated the Jews into concentration camps. Sadly, those Jews were also killed, and I do not believe they had to wear armbands to, like, identify themselves. However, if you look during uh, the Pearl Harbor incident, Japanese-American citizens were being forced into camps, and I do believe, I am not 100% sure, so do not quote me on this, I do believe they had to wear armbands to signify that they were Japanese Americans because of the fear that America had that there were Japanese spies on US soil. So you see there's very similar there's a lot of similarities between what has, what happened in Attack on Titan and what's what happened in our world. It's crazy the similarities you can draw. And when I get into manga spoilers, which is not happening quite yet, we you see just the craziness of it all so season three that kind of ended with the reveal of marley but season four is where we really really get into it like we really get into the craziness of what is happening in the attack on titan world so in season four we start off with a battle against an enemy country war something that is n quite relevant in our world not just because of you know the fact we almost had world we could have possibly had world war three this year but just because we've had many wars in the past and war is not a pretty picture it is a terrible thing that just a lot of people think needs to happen and they think the same thing in the attack on titan universe because marley used to be oppressed by the subjects of ymir and now they oppress the eldians and they use them as weapons the the power of the titans is insane so the marleyans the marley country kind of became a very tyrannical ruler a lot kind of like the island of paradise's government became was very tyrannical except marley was expanding they wanted to expand and this caused a lot of conflicts with other nations and so began the titans they using titans to basically oppress other nations with their military might and that led to a lot of people hating Eldians for this because the Eldians were the weapons. Of course they hated Marley because they were being oppressed by Marley, but what was fast what's fascinating is they hate Eldians more. Kind of similar to how in our society a lot of people get killed by guns. But more people hate guns than the actual people that killed them. It's, it's a fascinating thing that I think is very interesting, but we're not here to talk about guns. We're here to talk about Titans. Um, so yeah, Marley kind of became the tyrannical ruler that the subjects of Ymir were for them. 
And, you know, we get into the season four where it's going into details about how um, uh, the other nations are catching up to, and, you know, Titan power is becoming very obsolete, which is just crazy. Because Marley had, Marley was a one trick pony. Marley was powerful because of their Titans. But the Titans were also their biggest flaw. The Titans were a crutch because the Marleans relied on him so much that their technology kind of suffered because of it. Yes, they have airships that we saw um, because we saw in Grisha's flashback with his sister that they have airships, which is crazy. But again, like the other nations have anti-Titan artillery. But either way, getting back to the more political aspect of it. In season four, we see that a lot of... They take these the Eldian children and they train them to inherit the Titan Shifters. And these Eldians, all of the Eldians that are in Marley, are really brainwashed to think that they are devils. Like, they, they did something wrong. Like, Marley is in the right, Eldians are always in the wrong, they're evil. They always talk about how Paradis, the island where uh, Aaron, Armin, and Mikasa are, are they're just devils. They're full of devils, and they're terrible, they're evil. And this brainwashes the children into thinking that they need to fight. They need to prove that they are loyal to Marley. And in this case, when they do prove that they are loyal to Marley, they may uh, inherit a Titan. But there's more to it than just that. If they inherit a Titan, their family gets considered honorary Marleyans. So they're basically Marleyan citizens because their children chose to become titan shifters and live only 13 years and possibly die on the battlefield so marley really brainwashes these kids to think that they need to prove to marley that they are loyal to them and not devils just so they can have the same rights as marleyan people which is just fascinating it's crazy how they do this just making them think that they're the bat that the eldians are evil and that they do not have the same rights as marleans it's 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 a lot it's a it's a it's kind of a racist thing and racism uh, it gets more into it in the manga spoilers and in today's episode it last shows off the effects this has on the the kids like in this new episode, I will say we're going to start the spoiler alert because the new episode literally came out today. So if you haven't seen it yet, this is it. This is your spoiler warning. From now on, we are going to be talking about pure spoilers in the, the new episode today onward in the manga. In the episode today, they explain that Rhina, one of my personal favorite characters in Attack on Titan, 
really was very much brainwashed by his mother, who kept talking about how, oh, if you become an honorary Elde uh, Marlian, then I get to become an honorary Marlian, and we can be with your father, who is a Marlian himself. And it's and once Rhyna gets that title, he's an honorary Marlian. His mother is. His father still rejects him because. It doesn't matter because at that time they were just dirty, filthy Eldian devils. It's manga time, guys. We're gonna talk about the manga right now, and what I really want to focus on is the craziness of Aaron. Aaron became such a fantastic character, a very complex character with his Jaegerists. This. The final battle is basically between Levi, you know, Mikasa, Armin, the Survey Corps. Well, let's say the Survey Corps, kind of, and then Marley, and then the Jaegerists. Aaron's political philosophy in this is astounding. It is fascinating. Because what he does is he starts the rumbling in order to topple to kill everyone on the planet except for the uh, people of Paradise to stop the hate of Eldians because he knows if he does not do this they will never live in peace that's all he wants is peace for his people for the people that he grew up around but he's not an oppressive ruler as they stated now that Aaron has unlocked the true power of the Founding Titan, Rhyna points out that he could have shut off the Titan powers of the other uh, Titan shifters, and he could have even just controlled the minds of all Eldians in order to be on his side. But no, he still gives them free will because he believes that free will is important and that it's his friend's rights. It's, the, it's to the right of all his friends to have free will to come and stop him. Kind of, It's kind of like Code Geass, in a way. I feel like this is very much a Code Geass ending, and I'm very excited, but we don't know the ending quite yet. But you got Aaron's political philosophy that if he doesn't kill everyone, he'll never live in peace, but he doesn't want to oppress his people. Then you've got the Survey Corps, who are fighting to stop Aaron because they don't think killing everyone is the answer. And Marley is kind of on the same wavelength with um, with uh, the Survey Corps. You know, they don't think that you should kill everyone on the planet just to protect people. Because honestly, anyone that survives the rumbling, which the point is, is that no one does, but if someone were to survive, that just continues the stream of hate. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is the true story of Attack on Titan. It is a cycle of hatred that can that has to end in order for there to be peace among the Eldians and the other nations and the Marlians. It all started with Ymir... Fritz, the first Titan shifter, Ymir, she was oppressed by people. She was hurt. She was abused. She was, you know, she let a pig out because uh, she didn't want it to be slaughtered, and she was reprimanded hard for it. 
So she hated those people. And when she got her power of titans, she used it to oppress the people that hated her. They hated her, so she hated them. The Marlians became oppressed by the subjects of Ymir, aka Eldians. And then once Marley was in the position of power, that hatred stewed. Not stewed, stewed. It stewed throughout the oppression. Once they finally had power over the Eldians, they treated them like garbage. Straight racism, basically. It's, it's, it is racism. Because they are oppressing another race of people simply by the actions of their ancestors. And now that Aaron, who is an Eldian, has the power, all the power, he has the power of three different titans in his possession, he is oppressing everyone. He's, he's, it's a cycle of hatred. He hates Marlians for treating Eldians the way that they do. Marley is indirectly responsible for the death of his mother and the death of many people on that island. And he doesn't, he wants his people to be free. And if anyone were to survive the rumbling, it would start another cycle of hatred. It would continue it. People would hate the Eldians for trampling the world when it was just one Eldian that did it. What was fascinating to me, it was the realization for Marley. Whenever uh, the rumbling was coming to the airbase in Marley in the latest chapter, not even the latest chapter, I think it was chapter 134, this Marlian officer gave a speech and it was about how they created this devil. They created Aaron. Not literally, it was, it was a metaphor. They created, Aaron embodies the hatred that the Eldians have for the Marlians. And he talks about how this cycle of hatred caused this. And that if they were to survive, that they should end this cycle of hatred it was a great realization and a great moment that really really pays tribute to our world right now you know with the uh the race wars that went on in 2020 you know the riots the the protests everything you know it's kind of it's kind of it's very similar to how um some african americans believe that some African-Americans don't, I'm not saying believe. Some African-Americans have a hatred for uh, fellow Caucasians like myself because of how our ancestors treated their ancestors. And it's a terrible thing what um, our ancestors did to their ancestors. It is a terrible thing. I wish it had never happened. But it's another cycle of hatred. And it's because of that cycle of hatred that... You know, we have these these riots and these protests because a lot of African Americans feel oppressed and a lot of Caucasians oppress them. And it is a terrible thing. And I really hope 
that one day we can get to the this point like they are in attack on titan where we can simply just look at each other and just love each other we don't have to see skin color we don't see any of that we just see a person end the cycle of hate that is the point of attack on titan that is the broad story of what needs to happen is the cycle of hatred needs to be broken and aaron needs to be stopped because his philosophy while understandable like i completely understand why he's doing what he's doing but i don't agree with it that's the craziness of attack on titan and other um, political shows you see the bad guys you see where they're coming from you see their political views and you're like i understand why you're doing what you're doing but it is wrong it is an extreme that should not be happening attack on titan is my favorite political anime and i hope you guys give it a watch or give it the manga read i know the manga art isn't exactly the best it's it's not my favorite manga art but give it a read watch the final season i assure you guys you will love it i can't assure that don't take my word on that but yeah guys this was a more serious episode but i really enjoyed talking about this so um yeah have a good day um give attack on titan a try and i will see you all in the next episode have a day great day guys